From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Thursday, December 30th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. The state again set a new record for hospitalizations from COVID-19, now at 5,468. Governor Mike DeWine has deployed more National Guard troops to help at hospitals around the state. The Guard's leader is Major General John Harris. The goal here is to expand the hospital's capacity because most of the hospitals tell us they have their, their challenge is not shortage of beds, but shortage of staffing to staff those beds. ONN's Richard Solomon has more. Governor DeWine says he's called for an additional deployment of 1,250 Ohio National Guard troops to help hospitals across the state. I think it's important to emphasize something. What we're seeing in our hospitals, uh, our hospitals filling up our emergency rooms, being driven by people in Ohio who are not vaccinated. And the numbers uh, clearly, clearly show that. Richard Solomon reporting in Columbus. While current hospitalizations are at record highs in Ohio, the number of patients in intensive care has stayed in the 1,200 range for the past 10 days, and the total on ventilators has held steady at just below 800. Some children's hospitals are being hit as well. Lindsay Mills has more on that. Dr. Patty Manning, the chief of staff at Cincinnati Children's Hospital, says we're seeing an almost tripling in the number of patients that have been admitted for COVID in our institution in the past week, week and a half. Those numbers are the highest they've ever been so far in the pandemic. Doctors say the majority of children who are hospitalized for COVID are unvaccinated or not old enough to get vaccinated. Dr. Patty Manning in Cincinnati also says Pfizer's effort to come up with a vaccine for kids under five years of age has hit a snag. We're very fortunate to be one of the sites doing research on vaccine on Pfizer for this age group. And my colleagues there have said that's probably closer to late spring, early summer at the earliest. Meanwhile, the New York Times is reporting that it could be as early as Monday that Pfizer's boosters are approved for kids ages 12 to 15. Coronavirus cases seem to ebb and flow around the state. Currently, Northeast Ohio is getting hit the hardest. In the fall, it was Northwest Ohio. Before that, the southern part of the state. Toledo Lucas County Health Commissioner Eric Zgajinski says he's expecting Northwest Ohio cases to begin increasing again after the first of the year. Governor Mike DeWine has a message for Ohio's school districts. The schools need to require masks, mass work. They slow the spread. It's very, very important. DeWine's fellow Republican opponent for governor, Jim Renacci, calls mask mandates for kids child abuse. Renacci says the long-term educational and psychological ramifications of such policies are abhorrent. Renacci is squaring off against DeWine in the Republican primary in the spring. The Athens News is reporting that a group of Ohio University students has filed suit against the school over its requirement that students had to be vaccinated by November 15th or have an approved reason for not doing so. 16 students are reportedly behind the lawsuit. Starting Saturday, some Ohio workers will get a pay raise. Here's ONN's Andrew Kinsey. The state's minimum wage will increase 7% from $8.80 to $9.30 an hour. Tipped workers will see a $0.25 increase. Now, the bump in pay is based off inflation. Since everything is costing more right now, the president of the Ohio Chamber of Commerce, Steve Stivers, says the increase was much higher than in past years. This is the first time we've really seen, I wouldn't call 7% hyperinflation, but 
meaningful inflation for you know a big chunk of a year in at least a generation. Stivers also says he does not expect the higher wages to result in even higher prices for consumers since most places were already paying more than nine bucks an hour to attract more workers. A North Carolina man who stopped to help at an accident scene on an interstate highway in north central Ohio was killed when he was struck by a vehicle that was trying to avoid the crash scene. The Ohio State Highway Patrol says the initial crash happened Tuesday afternoon on I-71 just northeast of Ashland when a 28-year-old Mansfield woman lost control of her car while trying to avoid another vehicle. 53-year-old Richard Ivey of North Carolina stopped to help the woman who had an infant in her car. As they stood outside, her car was then struck by another car and a semi, and an SUV driver trying to avoid the crash scene struck the woman and Ivy, killing Ivy. Others at the scene were taken to area hospitals. Blood donations have hit the lowest they've seen in more than 10 years, according to officials for the Northern Ohio region of the American Red Cross. The Red Cross says it's having issues with bringing back old donors as well as recruiting new ones. In west-central Ohio, a man in Kenton accused of kidnapping a 7-year-old girl in November has been indicted on 17 charges, including seven counts of kidnapping and one count of rape. According to court documents, 57-year-old Charles Castle was arrested after a tip following the girl's disappearance. Kenton police located the girl in an abandoned house. A firefighter just to the northeast of the city of Columbus has died while on duty. The Jefferson Township Fire Department says 38-year-old firefighter Tommy Reese passed away in his sleep on Tuesday. He leaves behind a wife and four children. A student in Northeast Ohio has filed a lawsuit stemming from a high-profile incident earlier this year. Laura Queso reports. A Canton McKinley High School football player has filed a lawsuit against Canton City Schools for being allegedly forced to eat pizza with pepperoni, a food against his family's religion. The attorney representing the student says the lawsuit was filed after the district delayed their previously established settlement. Coaches are said to have forced the player to eat pepperoni pizza for missing a weight class. The player is a practicing Hebrew Israelite, which bans pork consumption. The coaches involved were fired back in June. I'm Laura Queso. Governor Mike DeWine has made it clear who he wants to win tomorrow's Cincinnati-Alabama college football playoff game. Fran, I look forward to uh, watching the Bearcats uh, play on Friday. And so we hope that when the New Year's comes, uh, we'll be uh, able to celebrate a, a Bearcats victory. We're very proud of them and proud that they are in the final uh, throws of this, the final four. Uh, and so we're very, very proud of them and the whole organization. The Cotton Bowl is tomorrow at 3.30 Eastern from Arlington, Texas. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.